Welcome to Zephyr Yoga Inspiration. I offer these podcasts for free, and your support really does make a difference and is appreciated. To make a donation, please click the link in the episode description or visit ZephyrYoga.com. We started our journey on the seven stages of yoga, according to Patanjali, that the light of our intelligence called Prajna and the light and innate wisdom called buddhi have to go through to experience our enlightened nature, to be freed or liberated, um, to awaken to that enlightenment. So those seven stages are self-awareness, and through that we open to self-understanding. As we understand ourselves more, we then arrive at self-acceptance. In self-acceptance, we then travel to actually self-discipline, a practice that we discipline, turning our attention to wakefulness, understanding, acceptance, awareness, understanding, acceptance, and we continue that little practice. The more we practice, we then become more self-actualized, realized of self. And in that self, we start to transcend, that's the sixth, transcend old karma, old patterns, old habits, stuff that we need to evolve in this lifetime so we can transform and our our causal expression of our soul can evolve and be liberated. So those seven stages are essential to our practice. And we are working on the third stage, which is self-acceptance. Now, we tend to fight against fear, guilt, shame, anger, sorrow, like, ooh, who wants to feel those feelings and thoughts? And we tend to resist what we perceive as negativity, things that we don't like, or situations that might create a change that we feel may cause negativity or dis-ease or an undesirable outcome. Oh, I don't want that to happen. So there's this kind of resisting, this pushing away, this rejecting all the time of kind of like, I don't want that stuff. And what happens is we tend to get consumed with, you know, trying to push everything away. And it takes a lot of our resources, our energy, our brain space, and we um, are ruled by this fear-based belief that it's not gonna be okay if that comes into our lives. So there's a slogan that says, what we resist persists. So what we kind of are tug-of-warring at is constantly pulling us into um, trying to have a relationship with. And this kind of um, aversion is called uh, devesha. This is the mental emotional affliction that causes pain and suffering. Our aversion, our resistance um, to what is. Now, peace comes when we can accept we have no power over people, places, and things that we can accept that um, we are powerless over everything around us. And that's quite triggering for a lot of us because we want to feel like we're in control. But really, I have no control around politics right now, whether the disease is going to have a new variant, whether when my kids leave the house that they're going to be okay. For me to try to control those outcomes, I just become more at dis-ease. But what I am powerful over is actually how I respond to life rather than constantly reacting from that fear base, wanting to control something because I don't want to experience pain. So if I can approach it and respond from a trusting, loving place, I can make wiser 
judgments, decisions, um, to best navigate me feeling that sense of guide, guidance uh, with grace. So there is this serenity prayer that is key to simply um, directing our attention to understand what we are powerful over and what we are powerless over. So it says God, and in this case, we can call it Ishvara, the Godhead of our understanding, whether you believe in something or not, that grant me the serenity. So you are humbly saying, please grant me some serenity. I'm in pain right now. I'm in fear right now. I'm struggling and I'm scared of the shadow side. Grant me some serenity, some peace, some tranquility, some feeling that um, of faith that it's going to be okay. So grant me this equanimity um, of my true nature. Um, in, in that granting me of the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. The courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. So there is this sense of humility of saying, I can't control these outcomes, but I have the courage to bravely face them, understanding as I tap into my innate wisdom, buddhi, and the light of my intelligence, prajna, to see through into the truth of all things. Best what is going to serve me, my community, to actually have an outcome in which frees me. So acceptance opens the door to learning, to approach a practice with a beginner's mind, heart, to be open and curious to receive what needs to be seen, expressed, felt, and then deeply understand in a supportive practice, allowing this loving space to create um, this pathway to assist you as you grow as a human being and as you learn as a human being. So life is always going to be changing life there will always be some new situation a new person that brings stuff up in yourself which becomes the opportunity to practice self-awareness dissolving avidya that ignorance to gain more insight and understanding that dissolves that ashmita that egotism that thinks that you are less than or more than in that contracted limited self that you understand actually your expansive self your higher self or your greater yourself and then then to gift yourself that tender space to feel those old and new roots or those knots that bind you that get triggered when you feel life is creating some dis-ease or shadow side or darkness or something that you project that might cause you pain or suffering that you feel and understand those granthis that we worked with last time, these holding patterns that keep you stuck, that we start to practice to open ourselves, to release and say, yes, this belongs. And that acceptance of whatever is arising in your practice empowers you to make wiser decisions to best na navigate your life with grace. This becomes the next stage of taking wise action in a disciplined practice to shape your karma, your choices, your actions as you move forward in your life. So as we practice self-awareness and understanding, opening and saying, I am open, willing, humble, curious, please guide me 
to accept my life as it is, to accept myself as it is, to accept my thoughts, my emotions, the sensations, my limitations, just as it is. Acceptance becomes this practice that is about trust and even faith, that embraced by love, that opens us this pathway to lead us through our spiritual journey of embodiment, that by moment by moment, we can accept this, and find empowerment and going, what's my next choice? And this will open us to kind of living one day at a time, to accept what is here and empowering us to um, keep going. So when we are serene as a result of practicing, when you feel that connection and that presence as you soak in the byproduct of all your effort in practice, bathing in that effortlessness, we rest in that enduring calm center. And we experience that goal of practicing yoga, that state of yoga called Narodaha. Narodaha is that profound stillness. This is Kaya Narodaha, physical stillness, Prana Narodaha, energetic stillness, and Chitta Vritti Narodaha, mental stillness. That becomes that second sutra, the goal of practicing yoga. So as we become fully absorbed at the end of our practice, or even within our practice, to be honest, that experience of samadhi where we feel that wholeness, oneness, completeness, that there is a removal of separateness, of us and other, that we are a part of everything and everything is a part of us. We feel that trust and that faith that our life is not wrong, that we say, yes, this belongs. And this is the dawning of our true wisdom that arises leading us further down the stages of yoga where we become more self-actualized, realized of not just who we are, but what we are, what we have always been and what we will always be is consciousness. And in this form, it shows this body, this lifetime to express itself, that we start to transcend these old beliefs and habits and karma, and then that we transform and evolve that spiritual longing to live um, through another lifetime. So this is that um, cycle and acceptance is key. And we have to practice. How do we accept? You can't will acceptance, but what you can do is practice with it and be open for it to be granted. So our practice today is working with yes, um, because a lot of the time when we resist something, we say no. <laughs> so we are doing a backbend practice and I myself am not a backbender naturally. And I resist backbends, hence why I try to teach strength building backbends a lot because I want to build a deeper relationship with backbends. So I lessen my resistance and welcome what I need to learn from it. So you'll see that I will put you in poses on purpose for you to go, no, I don't like this. No, I'm going to hurt myself. No, I don't you know, want to feel this. And that no, 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 is that aversion, that is that resistance. And can you imagine if you said no every time you did a backbend or no to a thought, an emotion, a feeling, a memory, some a person? Can you imagine saying no for the next few hours? No, 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 I don't want this to happen. I don't want this to be here. No, feel, you know, Right now, we're all going through stuff as a result of Corona and that sense that there is a compassion collapse. 
I don't want to have a practice that's going to provoke stuff. But what if you said this for months, years, decades? What would it be like? And can you replace that no with yes, 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 this belongs. Yes, this too. Yes, this will pass. Yes, be here. Yes, this belongs. And notice whatever arises with the attitude of yes, if you said that for hours, if you said yes for weeks, months, years, decades, what would your life feel like? What would it be like? Can we say yes to a reaction and go, wow, this is an opportunity to practice. This is a teacher. And how can I bring a little bit more yes, that openness, that curiosity, a humbleness of saying, I see this as a teacher. What do you need? What needs more acceptance? What is asking for acceptance? How can I be of service? What do you need to express? What do you need to say? What do you need to feel? And this yes, you welcome it in. If you would like to continue to practice, find out more information about the topics discussed, or to donate to this podcast, please visit ZephyrYoga.com or follow the link in the episode description. I thank you.